I am officially stuck in Toronto Pearson International Airport and cannot get home. They did not follow the law. They did not follow the fact that I'm exempt. They did not follow the fact that I had a PCR test done. They did not follow the fact that I had a control group saying I cannot be vaccinated. They're done. We love capitalism. We love corporations. We love the free market. All right, now let me on this plane. Oh, as a private corporation, uh, we're denying you the right of service. Well, as you can see here, the f***ing they did not obey the law. The government controlled by the deep state, George Soros, and of course the lizard people have come down on me. All right. It's convoy time. Everybody. Last night, I did a little bit of a deep dive. I have found some things for you today about the convoys. Trucker honking QAnon? Because things are getting wild. Every single day, people are like, well, you know what? It looks like things are calming down. And in some ways, they are. They certainly are. There's less individuals there. There's only about 250 truckers in downtown Ottawa now. Uh, although this weekend, there probably will be an influx of people coming both from out of town. A lot of people will travel uh, to converge there, as well as Americans. There's apparently a large American contingent that are coming in. And uh, you've all heard the updates that are constantly coming in about uh, you know the events that are taking place at the border, the blocking. I'll quickly play that. Things were moving in the right direction. A second protest started causing issues on Highway 4 in southern Alberta. Protesters actually arrived at this spot on Tuesday in a show of support for the demonstrations in Coots, but it wasn't until Wednesday night that they actually started blocking the highway. And it appears to be a rotating blockade. However, limited traffic is able to get through, including transport vehicles headed to the border. Police are asking that the public stay away from the area, and RCMP actually have their own blockade up to ensure that only people who live in the area or need to get to the border for work reasons are allowed through. Now, this all comes after some big moves on Wednesday. After negotiations with RCMP, protesters blocking the highway to the Coots border opened up a lane in each direction. But ones we spoke with warned the protest is far from over, and their message and goal is still clear to end all mandates. That's what happens. We're going to stay where we are. If not, we're going to block off the highways again. Wearing the Groyper glasses. By the way, I've also discovered that we have a very healthy Groyper movement in Canada, which is sad to say, but yes, we have Groypers here. Instead of America first, you'll never guess what they're called. Canada first. Yeah, they spent a lot of time on that one. I just want everyone to understand that we're fighting out here, fighting for our freedom and get rid of the mandates and the vaccine. And while a lot has been changing here in the last few days, RCMP do say there have been no arrests and no reports of violence. Lauren Pullen, Global News. Have I seen this about uh, Alberta schools? No. Protesters enter southern Alberta school, demand an end to the mask rules. South uh, school board officials as well as the RCMP confirmed a protest took place inside a school uh, Friday when they were gathering to call an end to the mask mandates. Prairie Rose Public Schools said a number of community members and students gathered outside the school to protest the current government health mandates. Videos posted to the social media show a group of roughly 20 people chanting freedom, no more masks, out of school before taking their way inside. The indoor protest was quickly de-escalated by school officials and protesters were peacefully escorted out of the building by RCMP school liaison officers. Based on reports provided to school officials, no students or staff members were at risk or harm during the point of the incident. It's extremely unfortunate that our students and staff have been put in the middle of a political debate in which school divisions do not have Clean the authority to room. make changes. That's like this is something that should be screamed from the top of the mountains. By the way, um, th- this is not on the schools. The-, the schools are not in charge of whether or not there are uh, vaccine mandates for students. 
These recent events have caused unnecessary anxiety and stress on schools, do not support a positive environment for learning and further impact the mental health of education students. Like, what what are kids supposed to think if there's a bunch of adults outside screaming, being like, take off your masks, blargh, A group of students at Grandview School in Bowdoin refused to wear masks while going inside yesterday. Hold on. Oh, a student protest. All right. Grandview School in Bowdoin refused to wear masks while going inside yesterday, so they spent the day in the school lobby. A truck showed up to support the students along with their parents. The group was small, about a dozen kids. It follows a handful of similar protests at schools across central Alberta over the week, with students saying it's their right not to wear masks. The school board says it's just following the rules and it's disappointed by the protests. The, the school didn't create the mask mandate. You know, it, this is something that they're just supporting another arm of government, our partners in Alberta Health. And, uh, you know, I think for the people that want to protest, that everyone has a right to protest, we would just ask that we not leverage a school. Uh, you know, the precious sanctuary of a school for, for protesting is, is just not something we support. Well, the board asked the parents to pick up their kids, but the parents refused, so it contacted the RCMP as some supporters and parents were near the school. Okay, well, I would like to uh, correct my earlier statement. So this wasn't uh, just uh, parents. This is uh, students. Um, it de-escalated by school officials based on reports by the school officials. No student or staff members were harmed. Okay, move on. Uh, so this is the new interim leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. Uh, and she had some statements. Interim Conservative leader Candace Bergen pushed predecessor Aaron O'Toole to show support for the Freedom Convoy protest, arguing last week there are good people on both sides and echoed the phrase made infamous by former U.S. President Donald Trump after a Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. Bergen also told O'Toole and other members of the Conservative Shadow Cabinet that they were reasonable people at the truckers' protest, just as there were violent attacks on the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. Her remarks came during a meeting at the party's priorities and plan committee in a boardroom of Parliament's West Block. O'Toole was present at the meeting, but he didn't directly respond according to sources who were present probably gonna be another ad in there oh no look at this calls and protesters were central to the debate inside the house of commons today this was candace bergen's first day as interim leader and as she tried to score political points a leaked email emerged ctv's kevin gallagher with that story the honorable leader of the in her first question period as Conservative interim leader, Candace Bergen called on the government to find a solution to the impasse with convoy protesters. Where is the olive branch? Because Canadians are looking for an olive branch. The new interim leader has publicly supported the trucking demonstration and in an internal email seen by CTV News, Bergen also saw a political opportunity. I don't think we should be asking them to go home. I understand the mood may shift soon, so we need to turn this into the Prime Minister's problem. I think it's a, an ugly burden that is winning no friends for anybody. Bergen accused the government of misrepresenting the convoy's cause when Deputy Prime Minister Christian Freeland referenced yesterday's statement from Quebec MP Greg Fergus. Who explained what it means for a black Canadian to see swastikas and the Confederate flag 
displayed at a protest. That, I'm, I'm afraid, is classic gaslighting. We do not need to go through the, the litany of, of racist things that have been done uh, by people who clearly had very poor judgment. The 57-year-old was first elected in 2008 and was a minister in Stephen Harper's cabinet. Her main goal now is to galvanize a divided party. She brings a great deal of experience. She's widely respected. <laughs> that, the Michael Cooper is the guy who was giving an interview when there was a Canadian flag with a swastika drawn in the background behind him. Shortly after the insurrection in Washington last year, a picture surfaced of Bergen wearing a Make America Great Again hat. The Manitoba MP never explained the photo's context, but condemned the riot. She says President Trump helped incite, which upset some of her voters at the time. A Aww. slogan that represents racism and misogyny. Bergen says her goal is to strengthen the conservative brand. So the next leader has a party that's ready to win, Lisa. All right. <laughs> wow. Uh, next one. That's ready to win. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Kurt Phillips, who works with uh, the Anti-Hate Network in Canada, has been doing a pretty good coverage of uh, the daily events. So here's some of the highlights from today. Uh, this was Parliament Hill at 9.30 uh, a.m. Last night, uh, Pat King did a stream. This one is a little different in that he claimed that he was blowing the lid off a massive conspiracy. Note that he describes what he describes isn't a conspiracy. Let's see. All right, guys. Um, All right, you know, here we it go. Is what it is. I don't have my usual setup like I I have in uh, in Alberta, but uh, at the same time, we'll just uh, make sure that we've got uh, y'all in here just so we can expose some uh, Apple King. Thank you. Stuff. Um, once again, I want no, to- that is not that is not Murphy Brown. It, same name, and and yes, it is it is also uh, a white blonde woman, but it, it is not no. <laughs> I just explain to people how important it is for us to be clear on you know what these politicians really are doing, and the thing with that is is when they are doing what they say they're doing, then everybody trusts them. But when you don't get to see what they're doing and they sit here and basically want to tell you what to do and how to do it. And you're only allowed to do this and you're only allowed to do that. And you can't go in a restaurant. You can't go watch your kids play hockey. Um, Well, maybe it's time that those politicians, why don't you come clear? Why don't you come clean? Why don't you show us what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do? And let's show the Canadian people what you're really up to, Mr. Justin Trudeau. We learned that Pat King doesn't know the meaning of the words and phrases like collusion and insider trading because what he describes as such are just not that at all. All right. So we know about the money. We know that these guys have taken millions and billions and billions of dollars in money from an organization that has tried to promote um, this health and safety guideline that is the COVID narrative. But what I want to bring to your guys' attention is who is really driving this behind it? Who is really going to be the one who's on the receiving end of all of this? And how do they play a role in this? You see, I asked you guys something a little earlier about a company called Switch Health. 
And Switch Health is none other than a company that is bought and paid for. And I'm going to show you here in two seconds. Um, just give me one second here. Uh, without the two screens, guys, it's tough for me to... Uh... Yeah, it's true. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of guesses in the chat. Some people are saying that he's going to blame the Jews. Some people are, going, are saying that he's going to blame the lizard people. Uh, it could be a combination of a whole bunch of different things. Uh, he could put some some dog whistles on it, say that it's, uh, you know, the, the what is it, the globalist elites, uh, the, uh, the banking industry, something of that nature. I mean, we have to wait. To get this all set Antifa? up, I want to Antifa share would be a, a safe audio, guess. a Microsoft Edge tab, and I want to go here, and I want to share. All right, here so here go. you go. And first and foremost, let me just double screen you here with both of this here so I can run through everything you need to see. Now, Clean ladies and gentlemen, we have a web page that is very... <laughs> a lot of legitimate links here, like... What is this? I can't really see it. Who is that domain foods.com slash witch health? Watch health? Is this just some random guy? So this is Patrick King. Patrick King was one of the people who was listed as the uh, key organizers of the trucker rally. He's also the person who's been on uh, some streams and now that they've been uncovered, the trucker rally and the organizers have tried to distance themselves from packing as much as possible. He's the Aryan bloodlines guy, the one who on camera was like, uh, they're trying to uh, replace, uh, you know, people with Aryan bloodlines uh, because uh, they know we have the strongest bloodlines. Uh, He also talked about how there's a gay and trans agenda and they're trying to depopulate the white race. Uh, by trying to make us uh, find gay and trans people socially acceptable. And then he goes on to rant about how gay and trans people uh, are unable to reproduce uh, in his mind. Uh, so because of that, they're trying to depopulate it. Super, like, you know, he, he doesn't wear a mask, uh, or at least he didn't back in the day. But the trucker rally has tried to distance themselves from him. But every single time we see communications going on in their telegrams or their radio channels, they all still revere him as a hero. He's very, very highly spoken of in their circles. It's dormant hasn't been used very often but who is now that it's tools? out there oh, it's okay. time to start exposing some of these people and it's called cowards so it's called cowards canada and this one is one of the biggest switch health scandal and how conservatives cash in on testing and scamming and the liberals get all the vax bucks for it, it okay so he's just gonna go on conspiracy who is dylan Stoyanov. I'm just going to pull it up here again. And what they're tied to. So now, here we are. Healthcare delivered, book a visit for individuals and families, traveling, health clinics. But we have something in particular here. Air Canada's Aeroplan. (laughs) Well, how does this happen? (laughs) Well, let's push the tab. And let's find... Switch health <laughs> in the top corner tied <laughs> to Air Canada. Well, ladies and gentlemen, how can you have this? What does this mean? This gentleman, and I'm going to bring that up next, is the CEO of Air Canada. And he has been this gentleman. Calvin Ravanescu. <laughs> Let's see if I can get you in and make sure I got the right one up in this here is, for you. Uh, this is a deep dive. You know, this is Pat King's drama hour. Each other and are in bed out of. And we can do this. I want to bring this over here so I can see everything for you guys. All right. So 
There's that. No, Pat, Brian Mulroney does not own Air Canada. Oh, wait, did he suggest that? Okay, next one. And now I know I'm going through this, but it's all in a nice, neat little package here for y'all. It's really not in a neat package, Pat. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things I could say about all this. This does not look like a, uh, a simple presentation with uh, well-sourced uh, information. Let's go to this one. All right, bring it up for you. Hey, Terrence Bogards, thank you for the prime. My bloodline is the strongest, but I'm in danger of being erased by... <laughs> Calvin Roman asked you to retire uh, of Air Canada early next year. While COVID-19 has decimated the global airline industry, fortunately, we entered t- entered the pandemic much healthier than almost any other airline in the world as a result. Well, ladies and gentlemen, who owns Air Canada? $5 if you know who owns Air Canada. And he's not Justin Trudeau, so sorry, Selena. You lose. Nikki Demas, thank you for the two. Wrong. Brian Mulrooney, the <laughs> one who owns Air Canada. Okay, next one. And now I know I'm going through this, but it's all in the all right, next I little... need to know where that one is based in. <laughs> By the way, that's one of the ex-prime ministers of Canada. I just don't understand where him... Maybe he has shares in Air Canada? Um, he's uh, Okay, let's look up his economic policy. Another of Mulroney's priorities was the privatization of many of Canada's crown corporations, which, yeah, he was, he was an absolute asshole. He was one of the people responsible for that. In 1984, the government of Canada held 61 crown corporations. By the way, crown corporations are essentially publicly owned uh, corporations in Canada. Yes, the Queen is the head of state. That's why they called uh, crown corporations. He sold off 23 of them, including Air Canada, which was completely privatized in 1989, although the Air Canada Public Participation Act continued to make certain requirements of the airline. Petro-Canada and uh, Connaught Laboratories uh, were also privatized. Yeah, privatizing Petro-Canada. Canada too is something that like to this day people look back on as like this is something that was like devastating uh, in uh, climate change regard. Mulroney's second term was marked by an economic recession. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. That's that's uh, where uh, the investigation goes. Like, and that implies that he owns them because he got them privatized. I I suppose. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as. I'm not as up on the uh, the current comings and goings is pat in reality pat is still pissed off that he wasn't allowed on a west jet flight and is angry at air canada because of reasons <laughs> yes. Boy, air canada you should have been careful you shouldn't have kicked me off the plane yes you shouldn't have denied canadian citizens the opportunity yes. of freedom of mobility you know that fundamental right that we all love and we all appreciate because you know people we have people a motive fought for those rights we have a motive. Well, now it's our our duty now to fight to expose your dirty, stinking corruption. <laughs> it's time to show you guys the truth of what's going on. Yeah, freedom of mobility from private corporations. Here's a video from uh, 2021. So I might as well post a video. And it, Pat claims to be medically exempt that he's going to sue WestJet for denying his mobility rights. They snuck in the requirement by moving it up a day, but otherwise crying and gnashing his teeth. I love that he's smoking a cigarette right in front of the no smoking signs, too. Well, here it is, guys. There's your proof. I cannot get on an airplane. I am stuck, (laughs) officially stuck in Toronto. Even with the PCR test, even with the vax control program, all of it. I have just been denied a service that I have paid for. I paid for this service to get onto this plane. And now I'm being denied. 
Hang oh, on a minute. This makes me so happy. <laughs> so, now that I've been denied service, I've been kicked out of the airport. I am officially stuck in Toronto Pearson International Airport and cannot get home. They did not follow the law. They did not follow the fact that I'm exempt. They did not follow the fact that I had a PCR test done. They did not follow the fact that I had a control group saying I cannot be vaccinated. They're done. We love capitalism. We love corporations. We love the free market. All right, now let me on this plane. Oh, as a private corporation, now we're denying you the right of service. Well, as you can see here, the fucking, they did not obey the law, the government controlled by the deep state, George Soros, and of course the lizard people have come down on me. WestJet is about to get the biggest fucking lawsuit in the whole fucking world, and I'm done. <laughs> you poked the wrong fucking bear. I'm sick and tired of this bullshit. The lady would not even fucking see my paperwork. I have the freedom to travel. I have the freedom of mobility. I paid for a service. I am not fucking trespass. Then walk. <laughs> they threatened me with police. I've got it all recorded. I've got her recorded. I've got it all done. So ladies and gentlemen, I am officially stuck in Toronto because they moved the fucking mandate up by one day. We were supposed to be able to fly out on November 30th. Nope, November 30th was the day. They played a fucking play on words. Now, because I am actually, I am exempt from being fucking. By the way, this this stuff is all new to me. I, I didn't even know about the story. This is not the wild QAnon story that I have coming up. All right, this 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 is just like this is the the opening. Okay, this is this is the first course. You're having a, a squash soup right now. A nice warm bowl of a cinnamon squash soup. Vaccinated, they wouldn't take my vaccination exemption. Now they're wanting me to call WestJet and have a battle with them. I just missed my Oh, it gets flight. so much weirder. I cannot get on. This, this, I mean, I, I, I cannot overhype this enough. This pales in comparison to the strange that is coming up on the show. On the in relation now. to all of this. I'm fucking stuck in Toronto. And, uh, anybody know a good fucking lawyer? Because these <laughs> motherfuckers are going down. Sorry about the language, but I'm pissed. This is wrong. I even have a test. I even went and got a test done before I left. The lady says she was the supervisor. She said she is the supervisor. I said, I want to see your higher up. I have the freedom of mobility. I have the freedom to movement. I have the and I have the freedom because I paid for a service. <laughs> you do have freedom of mobility. You can walk. <laughs> now that I paid for that service, they're denying me access to that service. They've just based grounds for a lawsuit. You denied me access to a service due to medical exemption. Anybody this is so great to find out. This is why he's got such a huge beef with the airlines and thinks they're owned by a previous conservative prime minister of Canada because he privatized them. Like that's the he wants? Get you can't me a make lawyer. This shut up. Get me a lawyer right fucking now. I need a fucking lawyer and I need the police. I <laughs> fuck. This is bullshit. I don't know what to say right now. I'm pretty friggin' mad. I'm having a cigarette before I get back into Darren's van here. At least he waited, so thank God Darren waited for me to get back. <laughs> they were waiting for me. I've been a frequent flyer with WestJet. I'm flying within my country. I'm not flying out of the country. And now I'm fucking stuck in Toronto. I cannot get back to my family. I'm not the only one. I've heard messages of this all fucking day. Oh, all day of people saying, no, nope, they moved it up. Nope, they moved it up. They switched it on, on, on the 29th, November 29th. They switched it at 3 a.m. in the morning. They just fucked hundreds of people out of flying home today.
This is not right. Everything they just did was wrong. This is a seven minute clip. Is he still doing this? Like, this is bullshit. I'm fucking done. And now I gotta fucking understand what's going on here. I gotta figure this shit out. With medical exemption. He's <laughs> tell me more about freedom of mobility. And here's the most relevant part of it. At two, a point maybe of interest, uh, I'm sure a few federal agencies I'm not thinking of, he seems to advocate for the assassination of the Prime Minister. What? Trudeau, someone's going to make you catch a bullet one day. Mm. To the rest of this government, someone's going to fucking do you in. You sons of bitches. I don't care what they say. They can call this a threat. They can call it whatever you want. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck each and every fucking one of you guys. This is bullshit. Trudeau? Someone's going to make you catch a bullet one day. Hmm. I really don't know what he's going on about. Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia makes more sense. <laughs> now, I'm going to show you guys a lot of pictures with regards to all of this. We're going to keep opening up. <laughs> We're rocking it out there. Everybody's rocking now. We're getting the story out, guys. We're getting the story out. So, magnifying glass. Switch Health Holdings is a young... <laughs> Toronto company retained by the federal government in 2020 to administer COVID-19 testing for travelers arriving in the country from abroad. English monolingual services, unreasonable wait times, misplaced checkouts. Our reports highlighted the multiple shortcomings of the services offered by this company. <laughs> However, on October 27th, the same private company, okay, right here. On October 27th, the same private company announced in a press release that Cal and Rovinicu was added to the number of investors in Switch Health Holdings <laughs> at the same time, became a senior advisor to his young team headed by none other than Dylan Stoyanov which is the gentleman that we put together in the very beginning of this. Not done yet, folks. Hang <laughs> on. We're going to go to some other things. And Corporation, in conjunction with the Saucer People. Thank you. Under the supervision of the Reverse Vampires, <sighs> are forcing our parents to go to bed early in a fiendish plot to eliminate the meal of dinner. We're through the looking glass here, people. Pat thinks WestJet is owned by the federal government and Air Canada is owned by Brian Mulroney. Again, once again, they are not. The stupid, it burns. You got BC shoppers won't be able to load up on air miles and other bonus points when they fill their prescriptions after a Supreme Court of Canada decision today. Alberta court ruling said plan together <laughs> and get you Aeroplan members of Air Canada points if you promote this. What? Apparently, he thinks they're on We're just getting started. Now, <laughs> opponents expressing their concerns about a pro prohibition included Shoppers Drug Mart, Safeway, Air Miles, Canada. So who are these people? <laughs> so the vice president of Switch, his name is Jordan Paquette. All right? And his I have his email address if we want. But here is Jordan Paquette's LinkedIn account. Oh, it did pile up on me. Son of a gun. Uh, basically, I'm going to show you who Jordan Paquette really is. 
and maybe they're on to me and they're just going to stall me. So I'm just going to close that out for now and I'll get into something else. <laughs> oh my God. Web page not loading. They're on to me. <laughs> they know I'm exposing everything. <laughs> That's a photo of two people in business, the Rona Ambrose, because I guess that's unusual. None, I repeat, none of this is a conspiracy. Don't worry, because Pat is going to give y'all a vacation. <laughs> what is the conspiracy? No, really, he's just posting people's Facebook pages at this point and going, aha, like it's supposed to mean something. Cough, cough. Opportunity. going to roll this as we came across on the convoy and we were coming across Canada. We were going to expose all this. <laughs> but I figured what oh, no so after he refers to a health authority as a criminal enterprise because a he doesn't understand contact and b he thinks so it must be true Kevin <laughs> Chan global director and head right here like just take a second to step back and imagine like the amount of people who are currently like all on their cell phones or in their trucks watching this and just eagerly being like holy shit Pat King is exposing everything in real time this is how switch is connected with all the airline industries in Canada He's quoting Gandhi Facebook at this point. This was designed to keep you isolated. It was designed to keep you subservient. It was it was designed to keep you into a zombie. So here you go. I will post all of these links up on my page. I'll put it all up. In a, I'm going to fight the tyranny. I'm going to fight for my rights. If you want to get this shit exposed and you want to be there and be that person to be that change, get your ass off the couch. Start writing your MLAs. Start writing your MPs. And <laughs> Could you imagine the amount of MPs and MLAs now who have letters saying that, like, I just recently learned how the like the conspiracy theory involving Aeroplan Miles <laughs> and fucking the Prime Ministers of Canada. It's all interconnected. Uh, he's upset with rumors and insists that he's a nice guy. Of rumors. And I want to put these rumors to rest. Anybody out there who is working hand in hand with me, and you want to sit and you want to talk and you want to bitch about me behind your back without coming to my face and asking me, then I'm sorry. You're just as bad as the rumor that's being spread. Okay. Uh, based on the clip, he seems to think that those blaming Pat King for the GoFundMe. Okay, that is interesting. And the more and more of exposing these guys out for what it's worth, I will do it. I will expose every single person I have to until I catch, them, catch something that might end up flying my way and I got to watch what I say when I say that because now I'm being centered on the words that I say because some people get offended and it might tear down a whole GoFundMe. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm standing here trying to get the truth out. I ain't here for the dollars. And I know every trucker up there is here to get the truth out. And every trucker up there is ready to get to business and get this job done. I'm a truth teller, says the chronic liar, who wouldn't know the truth if it sat on his face and started to wiggle. Yes, Pat, we can read your hat. Cursive, it isn't hard. It's very apropos. Finally, the plan for the weekend includes street hockey, music, and I have to presume ice cream parlor socials. Pat does know that he is protesting, and he isn't a cruise ship social director, right? Evening, February the 5th at 7 p.m., we will be having a trucker meet and greet party. It will be on Parliament grounds with live music and fireworks. Then we also have on Sunday. I'm so sorry, uh, citizens of Ottawa, because like it, there's, it sounds like there's a bunch of events planned this February weekend. February the 6th at sunset at 5.12 p.m. We will be having a photo and prayer ceremony with matching hoodies that will be provided. We have one for everyone, and we'll be looking for a photo to send a message that we are united to the world. I am your hug a trucker Newfie, and my cell number is such and such.
Uh, of course, the ICMP aren't sure of anything. I mean, the men holding Albertans hostage aren't indigenous, so it isn't like they're going to crack any heads like they would otherwise do. Um, excellent. The RCMP can be ineffectual in another location now. RCMP to deploy additional service, resources to deal with Ottawa. Uh, in the meantime, and unrelated, probably very much related in terms of atmosphere that have been created the past couple of years, Toronto police need me more resources. Uh, sorry, give Toronto police more resources to battle unprecedented spike. Uh, now off to work. We'll update when I get more. Uh, maybe on later tonight. Okay, so that's all the updates from there. Let's see what uh, the latest is from Russell Brand. The Canadian freedom truckers have kept on trucking for freedom. Why does the legacy media want to convey them so negatively and smear them? Mm. Oh, there you 4.8 million awakening wonders. Glory be, glory be unto thee as we continue to stride away from the deception and treachery and into the mighty light of what's right and who we truly are. Now, this Canadian freedom convoy, people uh, don't like talking about it, do they? And they also like misrepresenting it. Even uh, I talked about it. I've done a video this week. If you watched it, I'll throw to it at the end, you know. And uh, uh, Jesus Christ, dude, I heard there was a white nationalist one of these events. So that means they're all Nazis automatically. We should purge them all, clearly. Uh, no, no. But hey, you should probably look into Pat King, one of the key organizers. Not someone who's just like on the ancillary. He's actually was listed in the key organizers of the trucking event. So if you watch Pat King and you see the things he has to say about this, he's someone who's been on camera saying that he believes in the superiority of the Aryan bloodline because they have stronger bloodlines and he thinks that there's a great replacement taking place in this country in which the gay agenda and the trans agenda are trying to depopulate the white race. Yes, not my words, his. So you might want to look into that because he's not exactly just someone who happens to be affixing himself to the trucker rally. Yeah, he happens to be one of the people who's listed as one of the key organizers and still someone that a lot of them are turning to as a hero. So so there, there's that. Oh, that's one person. Well, what about Tamara Lich? Yeah, Tamara Lich, the, the name that's on the GoFundMe, the the actual GoFundMe for the truckers. Yeah, she's part of the Wexit Party of Canada, a separatist movement in Canada that wants uh, Alberta to separate from the country and join the good old US of A and also has ties to the far right. Uh, that's that's the one collecting all the monies. So, uh, oh, that, 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 that happens to be someone who's pretty deeply entrenched with the entire movement as well. But don't worry, the money's been frozen, so we're not exactly sure where it's, uh, where it's going. When uh, it was talked about on Twitter, people just took the YouTube short and used that and uh, right wing, uh, anti-vax, all that kind of stuff. You know that you know how this stuff goes now, right? So for the record, obviously, if this uh, trucker convoy were to descend into violence, antipathy. Sorry, sorry, people are correcting me. They're right to do so. Not, not I, 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 I mixed Aryan with Anglo-Saxon. I, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, be on on the record as uh, having uh, misquoted uh, Pat King. He was talking about the superiority of the Anglo-Saxon race. That uh, that is true. Uh, I stand corrected on that one hatred and loathing, I wouldn't support that. But what I do agree with is the right of people in a democracy to have a voice, the right of people to protest, to have an opinion, Agreed. to communicate Agreed. peacefully. The Freedom Convoy, which began as a working class uprising... So is he going to talk about the fact that the Freedom Convoy in Alberta has been blocking the US-Canadian border, stranding truckers on the other side, and there's been pretty strong demands from both the Canadian people and the RCMP to have them removed because it's actually stopping the transport of goods between the two borders, the exact thing that uh, you would think they would not want to have happen, what with uh, the, the mandates and everything. ...against Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's federal vaccine mandates and other COVID-19 policies has become something of a clarion call for populism across the Western Hemisphere. Populism, by the way, I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> I knew we were going to get to there. It just means what's popular, right? It's in the word. We'll go with that. 
always you hear right-wing populism. Me, I'd be into that populism in terms of the representation of the views of the population. The people's views, requirements and the opinions word. are heard and even instantiated at the level of government, washing aside corporate interests and entrenched deep state policy in order that we could live in a democracy. That's a kind of populism. From the massive convoy in Ottawa to the border blockade in Southern Al... The fact is, if they were Black Lives Matter and the leaders were widely anti-white beliefs, your take would be completely the opposite. Like, are, are you looking for uh, an anti-white stream? Are you trying to find a streamer who hates white people? I'm not here uh, to do that. That's not my stream. You got the wrong person. Uh, if anything, I tell you, instead of saying that, like, you're proud of being white, it's okay to be white and all that weird cringe shit, you can just talk about how it's okay to be Italian. It's okay to be Irish. It's, it's, it's okay to be British. You can be proud of being uh, a British person, proud of being an Italian person, proud of being uh, any any number of nationalities that's not what we're here for we do we do talk about race and in, in, in white supremacy those are very different topics by the way but uh, the freedom convoy is now spawning parallel movements in australia the netherlands and potentially elsewhere i've not read about that i've not heard about that i've not seen that anywhere of you we actually are a news channel <laughs> i can't get any news where's the news packed with racists, homophobes and would-be January the 6th style insurrectionists and conspiracy theorists opposed to medical science. One of the things I've worked out as a result of my conversations on Under the Skin and as a result of our continuing news reporting on our channel here is that there are certain issues that if you continue to promote them around social justice issues, around which I am actually extremely sympathetic because I really believe in people's right to be whoever they are and are appalled by racism and prejudice and hatred. It's just something that I cannot abide. By highlighting these issues and amplifying these issues, you are able to cause discord and distrust and malevolence when in fact whether you're in a minority ethnically or sexually or a majority sexually or ethnically, your interests will be determined by economics to a huge degree. And as long as you are at odds with one another on that basis, then you are not going to be able to radically reorganise society in a way that is meaningful. I've noticed it again and again, and it's time that we took responsibility for stopping it by being very loving and accepting and tolerant to one another and of one another, regardless of identity and identification. Gay, trans, bi, black, white, working class, middle class, wherever we are, open heartedness towards one another. It's the only antidote. The Washington Post called it a it's toxic the only movement that needed to be confronted. Canada but you didn't... <laughs> okay, so there's, there's no question that like any single thing, like any kind of movement, there's going to be uh, people who fix themselves to it because they're galvanized uh, and inspired by what's happening. And so, yes, of the thousands of people who were on Ottawa last Saturday, uh, there was a lot of different groups. Uh, there were groups of people uh, who I would assume have absolutely no racist intentions. What you have to look at uh, when it comes to this rally is A, who are some of the founding and key spokesmen and members of which, yes, there's incredibly yikesy uh, ties to the right and the far right. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the involvement of QAnon as well. Uh, two, where is the money going? This GoFundMe that was set up by, again, Tamara Litch. Uh, where exactly is that funding going? Because they haven't been able to answer that question. Even in that press conference yesterday, when pressed on it, they were standing there and they were like, all right, well, now address any questions about the GoFundMe. The first question they did, just like a kind of a brush away goalpost. And then after the second question, they're like, OK, that, no further questions. We're moving on. Does Globe ask do more of? Is there anyone we can turn to, ally with? What do you think?
The media has floated accusations that the convoy was instigated by foreign agents. Yeah, no, it wasn't. And that was like, that, shame on the liberals for that one. This whole thing where, you know, all of a sudden they were like, well, uh, you know, I seem to wonder what if perhaps the Russians were involved? What if Putin uh, was one of the key founders of this? Like fucking yeah, liberals, you ruin everything. Want their voice to be democratically heard and are willing to protest in order to get it. Widely shared footage of the massive protest in Ottawa over the weekend runs contrary to the forced narrative. The thousands of Canadians who took to the street, including the truck drivers, came from every identify. We have more in common than we have that separates us. And uh, it's clear the majority of this trucker movement is united on the idea that they are against COVID-19 protocols in Canada. And I think the direction of companies said it is with lockdown restricted policies is not good. Judging by the movement by the most extreme members of leadership or leadership is ridiculous. You shouldn't judge a movement by its leadership. Okay, well, that's the first time I've heard that. But anyways, 90% um, of the truckers in Canada are vaccinated. This, this, is, this is not like a representation of truckers. This is not a representation. The majority of Canadians are vaccinated as well. Like you're dealing with uh, a fringe minority of people who are now being the like international media, people like Russell Brand. Everyone is now looking upon this as this is like this is some huge call uh, to freedom. Like people are finally uh, sick and tired of, of their oppressive tyrannical governments. And again, the government in Canada has been oppressive to indigenous people to absolute radio fucking silence. From Russell Brand, or I, I'd state even individuals like you, like there, there, there's no call to like, oh yes, I, I feel like the, the tyranny of the Canadian government has has, has reached new heights uh, because of this, because because I'm not allowed to enter another country. This is, by the way, the cross trucking border policy is also a U.S. policy. It's not something the Canadians have any control over in terms of entering the United States. But anyways, uh, based on that alone, or based on the fact that I don't have to wear a mask, or based on the fact that I don't want to social distance, based on the fact that I don't want to sit at home and watch Netflix when there's a lockdown, all, all of these things are now reasons to say that this is, it, it's coming to a head. Work for, and in a sense, their business model necessitates it. If you are beholden to your sponsors and your funders and government regulators, then why would you be in the service of people? Don't know why Russell Brand is attributing this news story to Muckrack. It was published by Ian Miles Chong. No way. Actually, holy shit. God damn it. Russell, do your research. The Freedom Convoy, which began as a working class uprising against Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's federal vaccine mandates and COVID-19 policies has become something of a calling call, truck horn if you prefer, for populism across the Western Hemisphere. Her mass convoy movement? Oh, great. Well, glad to know that Ian Miles Chong is still doing damage from a distance. Seems to be his uh, his calling card on this one. Okay. Residents of a small Alberta town uh, say they're afraid of the anti-vax mob when they block the highway. No traffic is flowing from the southern border as uh, of the Coots border blockade enters its fifth day, leaving the residents of the Alberta village afraid. The blocks of Coots, a town of 250 mostly senior citizens, expanded further north uh, Thursday at Milk River, previously the site of the RCMP uh, checkpoint. Coots is the busiest port of entry for Alberta, uh, Alberta and Montana, seen about 800 to 1,200 trucks pass through daily, and is critical of Alberta's beef and meatpacking industry. The anti-vaccine protest has prevented hundreds of truckers from transporting their cargoes across the Canada-US border. Coots residents say uh, those who wish to leave town have to do so via highway, uh, or sorry, via the Highway 500. There's old ladies in town who haven't had home care in four days. Cindy Clark, a town resident and owner of the local pottery studio, told Press Progress, the majority of the population is elderly and they are timid. Uh, you're going to tell a little Mildred who is 92 and her daughter who is in her 70s to drive through police checks. You have to show ID to at least three police checks to get into town and back. There's no grocery store. There's no service station. All of our facilities are in town, 18 kilometers north. Uh, it's just disconcerting to see so many police and so many strangers in a town with 200 people. We don't see more than 200 cars per year. 
Uh, RCMP check stops are everywhere now. They're on gravel roads, on 501, on the highway. They're even on the border road. The other day I saw a lady I know went up to Milk River who hit all the check stops and had to show her ID three times. She was just trying to visit the dentist. Um, things are emotionally charged. I was frightened, but we don't escalate the situation. They're hurting a lot of people by not allowing commerce to flow. People are staying in. It's a community of older people, and it's very nervous-making. All right, this brings us to something that occurred yesterday uh, that uh, I didn't fully understand when we first saw the video of it, but uh, we'll take a look at it right now. Romana Dedulo. So we saw this footage yesterday, and I'm going to admit, I didn't exactly know what all these purple flags were. This is a lot of people converging with all these uh, God loves you. It's got the Canadian uh, maple leaf with a sword up the center and they're flying everywhere. And uh, I had to do some research yesterday as to what exactly is this movement and who is this key speaker that was uh, talking yesterday that had everyone so excited. Turns out it's the queen. Yes, that's right. The Queen was making an appearance. Self-declared Queen of Canada, detained by the RCMP after alleged threats to healthcare workers. Romana Dedulo, a leading Canadian QAnon figure with an alleged history of encouraging her followers to shoot healthcare workers, was taken into custody by the RCMP's national security team in Victoria, BC. Dedulo, who often refers to herself as the Queen of Canada, said in a YouTube video that the RCMP's integrated national security enforcement team served her with a search warrant and told her she was being detained under BC's Mental Health Act. A justice of the peace for Victoria Court Registry confirmed that the RCMP search warrant was issued. Based in BC, Dedulo has amassed a following of more than 73,000 people on the encrypted messaging app Telegram, where she has allegedly called for healthcare workers to be shot, according to the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. The Anti-Hate Network also alleges she's encouraging her followers to target a wide range of people involved in the COVID-19 response. So, uh, I happen to find her YouTube channel, and every single one of her YouTube videos is listed as being in another language. I don't know if that was so that she can get away with some of the things she says on there. But every single video is like, this one is in Espanol, this one is in Francais, this one is in Italian. Uh, but that's just the subtitles. It, it seems odd that every video has, like, this is uh, the language it's in, but at the same time... Like, the title will be in, say, uh, uh, Deutsch, but at the same time, she'll speak in English in the videos, which also was something odd, but just in her own words, I guess. This is the Queen of Canada. Greetings, everyone. So I wanted to make this quick video to address the questions about what's happening with our police officers not only in Canada but around the world with the unlawful mandates that they're being forced to enforce upon their communities the children men and women that they serve where the answers are two-tier. Number one, remember that your police officers are human beings just like yourselves. They too have family members. They too have children. Number two, the police officers who are currently enforcing those unlawful mandates, vaccination man uh, mandates, 
are recognizing that they not only are enforcing those unlawful mandates upon their communities, but they are also enforcing them upon themselves, their fellow officers, and their own family members. So rest assured that when push comes to shove, your police officers, you will see hundreds of thousands of them walking away from their jobs. Because they will remember their oath. They're there to serve and protect the men and women in their communities and the children. They're not there to serve the corrupt, criminal, and evil governments. So let's take a quick little look at the website. Okay, here we are. HRH, Queen Romana de Dillo. And this is where the logo comes from. God loves you. Who is Queen Romana de Dillo? Her Majesty Queen Romana de Dillo, Head of State, Commander-in-Chief, Head of the Government of Canada, President and Queen of the Kingdom of Canada. Peace and prosperity or perish. I don't play politics. Where we go one, we go all. Yes, Q, Q, Q. Um, a very prominent QAnon figure in Canada who happens to claim to be the queen of the kingdom of Canada. Uh, you, you, like, you just can't make this stuff up. And at this point has 77,000 subscribers. My word. Um, all the videos uh, on her channel are exactly like this. Uh, each one starts out with a, I, I don't know, maybe like uh, the prayer to God above or something like that. And then has very uh, unusual, somber uh, messaging uh, about uh, vaccine, vaccine mandates, uh, you know, QAnon uh, stuff. Um, yeah, it's so all this being put in context now of having seen uh, the rally. But anyways, here's the message that she sent. From the Kingdom of Canada to the attention of the Kingdom of Canada's military, I am Queen Romana de Dulu of Canada. I hereby order you to do the following. Number one, intercept any and all coronavirus vaccines, bioweapons entering the Kingdom of Canada. Two, seize. Three, destroy. Four, dispose safely any and all coronavirus vaccines you may find in the Kingdom of Canada. Number five, uh, this is a direct threat to anyone who tries to inject children under the age of 19. Uh, yes, she's asking, she's upon her orders to shoot to kill. Um, number six, search, confiscate, and destroy any and all coronavirus vaccines, bioweapons from clinics, private or public, all pharmacies, hospitals, government facilities, etc. Number seven, this order is effective immediately from the Kingdom of Canada. It is now a vaccine-free nation. Yes. So, this is happening. Uh, oh, there's people who, who disapprove of Queen Romana de Dulo. They call her the violent one. Oh, so she's controversial even in amongst her own circles. Hello, everyone! So, they put up all kinds of blocks, including lizards. In my way, and my controversial Oh, what up, Freems? I'm gonna go check out Freems' channel. And they blocked all of the uh, streets that I could see when they saw my convoy. Bayleaf, thank you. You got it, I But you see I said this is for the children. And this is for the Kingdom of Canada. 
Oh, there's a whole QAnon Anonymous queen episode on her? Oh, I'm going to have to listen to this one later. Episode 157, The Secret QAnon Queen of Canada. Wow. Yeah, what an inspiring speaker. Not exactly the most captivating public speaker, but apparently uh, captivating enough that they were uh, very excited for this arrival. Whether you believe Romana Dadulu or not, she has helped more Canadians than Trudeau ever has. She has now joined the convoy. If nothing else, it makes sense that Romana Dadulu showed up in a toucan jeans. That's exactly how one might expect the Queen of Canada to dress, but really, she couldn't find the purple scarf. All hail the Queen! Here comes the Queen! It's a wild time. It's a wild, it's a wild time. Wild time. The absurd and disturbing tragedy of Romana Dadulo. The so-called Queen of Canada has told her 72,000 QAnon-linked followers to kill anyone attempting to vaccinate children. So what now? A Victoria woman claiming to be the Queen of Canada has been urging her 72,200 followers on social media to kill anyone attempting to vaccinate children under the age of 19. Over the past six months, her followers have been distributing her cease and desist orders to healthcare workers, politicians, and clergy who support vaccinations. It seems Canadians are not immune to wild conspiracy theories. The question is, are we prepared for potential domestic terrorists? I am the head of state, commander-in-chief, and head of the government and Queen of Canada, replacing Queen Elizabeth II of England, who has now been uh, executed for crimes against humanity. Oh, I didn't know that. Romana Dadulo states in a video posted on YouTube September 17th, there are more than two dozen posts, including many with titles and subtitles in French, Italian, Spanish, and German. Her fraudulent claims are patently obvious, except for, it seems, to her most uh, American followers. Many have links to QAnon. According to an investigative reporter, Peter Smith, of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, uh, Mac Lamoureux of the Vice World News, a trio of academics, all have been tracking this story for months. QAnon embraces wide-ranging, wild conspiracy theories centered upon the falsehood of Donald Trump's secret fight against an international cabal of elitist pedophiles who kidnap children, traffic them, harvest their organs, and drink their blood. They call the latter adrenochrome, which QAnon claims provides a psychedelic high and holds the promise of immortality. It's basically the spice. It's what it is. It's it's the spice. Adrenochrome is basically the spice from Doom. The Dulu promotes these lies in her videos and attracted leading QAnon figures. The result, as Lamoureux writes, is that they sent a swarm of followers her way. That's when it started getting dangerous. This spring, Dadulo issued a cease and desist order, and her followers began to actually serve them. Vice reposted a video in June taking an unidentified man as he serves officers at the RCMP detachment in Cochrane. Uh, I'm sorry. While he waited, the man pointed out to a photo of the Queen and Prince Philip hanging on the wall. There they are. The devils themselves, he said. Asked by the RCMP to identify himself, he refused. He was there on behalf of we the people, he said. If they needed his name, it could be from the Queen, Romana, to whom he will be reporting back. At the same time, Vice reported on a group of Albertans who went to a high school to hand out similar orders. Over the summer, letters were also mailed to Ontario pharmacies, vaccination clinics, and healthcare providers. In Manitoba, We the People letters began arriving in late November in mailboxes of church letters for people who support vaccine mandates. The Dulo then posted a chilling message on Telegram to the Kingdom of Canada's military, ordering them to shoot and kill anyone who tries to inject any children under 19 years old, and to intercept, seize, and destroy all coronavirus vaccines. Noting that nearly a third of Americans have guns and 19 million are trained soldiers and veterans, the Dulo said duck hunting season started the next day 
and by binboarding Canada would be thoroughly cleaned. These uh, posts prompted Richard Warman, a lawyer and director of Canadian Anti-Hate Network, to file a criminal complaint with the RCMP. In a live Telegram uh, broadcast several days later, the duel told her followers that members of the RCMP integrated national security enforcement team came to her door with a search warrant and necessary paperwork to take her to the Royal Jubilee Hospital for psychiatric evaluation. She claimed she went willingly, although she was handcuffed. Queen Romana is not insane. She said she was clearly uh, she was cleared by psychiatrists at the Royal Jubilee Hospital. Under the BC Mental Health Act, people can apprehend anyone based on personal observations or information received. uh, that a person is acting in a manner likely to endanger their own person's safety or the safety of others and is apparently a person with a mental disorder. If a doctor finds a person unfit and uh, she has to be confirmed by a second doctor, the person can be involuntarily hospitalized for up to 48 hours. The doula said the RCMP also ex- executed a search warrant and took them with a desktop computer, two laptops, and four or five BlackBerry cell phones. As for comment, uh, Staff Sergeant uh, Janelle Shoyhit uh, of the RCMP's E-Division headquarters in Surrey responded, generally only in the event of an investigation results in the laying of criminal charges would the RCMP confirm its investigation the nature of any charges laid in the identity of the person involved what i've heard in 14 of the Delos many youtube videos is deeply irrational and patently false she rants about everything from aliens arriving on the earth 300,000 years ago her delusion is that she has direct access to american global and earth defense commander-in-chief uh, and to her contention that she does not exist in the 3d world yet her followers are devoted they've already been distributing her cease and desist notices by mail in person i suggest at some point that they may also show up with guns so, yeah, there's uh, there's all that. And uh, I think that summarizes the events that took place today. <laughs> what's what's going to happen tomorrow? Uh, we'll find out, you know, more, uh, more, 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 more things, I'm sure. Uh, I, uh, you know, my heart goes out to people who live uh, in the, the center of downtown Ottawa, because I'm guessing a lot more people will converge there again tomorrow uh there's going to be of course uh, a whole bunch of reporting by people uh, uh pundits on the internet your tim pools uh your russell brands they're all going to be talking about how this is actually just about freedom and uh, that's that's going to be a big thing it's pretty bad let's see this one must dab more to make any of this make sense Oh yeah, uh, Noella has been the one posting uh, what is happening in the, uh, the 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 convoy radio chats. Good morning from the Ram Ranch. It's day six eighty seven. It feels like it of the honking convoy radio is a bit weird this morning. Lots of conspiracy chat this morning. Talk of military being on the side of the ivermectin insurrection and general nonsense. So many lies. We are already in the come zone. Oh, if you didn't know, uh, so this person has been listening in on like the telegrams and the radio channels, and there is a huge amount of trolls. Like, the trolling uh, has just gone out of control, and they don't know how to control it. They've actually accidentally modded some of the trolls because the trolls, like some of the more clever trolls, uh, just pretended to actually be truckers uh, to the point where they trusted them enough and they, I I guess, became uh, mods. Uh, So the whole thing has been an absolute disaster. Uh, And so they've been convincing them that the Ram Ranch is a thing. They all need to get down to the Ram Ranch. Uh, there's a lot of talk about the cum zone, uh, and obviously I'm sure they play video clips of, uh, the cum zone song, um, a lot of conspiracy chats, someone said pandemic, a child is here, they're singing terribly, they're upset about the trolls, it's gonna be a long day, one lady forgot the lyrics to the national anthem immediately after, oh Canada, <laughs> look at you, that's the first two words, oh Canada, fuck! Fuck! Go oh, Canada what? <laughs> Our home in what? <laughs> Is listening to French uh, Zello again. Yesterday got messy with three couples breaking up. Three couples broke up? Fuck. Hilarious stuff. 
We have some fun here, but I need you to know why I'm doing this. The women of Ottawa are not safe. I am so worried about them. Not sure if I should make a standalone post about this. Mod, let me know. But something really not okay is happening to me. While I was walking home from the gym today around 12.45 p.m., I just got out of the gym, so I still had my mask on. I left it on because it's cold, and that's what I normally do. Freedom Trucker guy is coming down. O'Connor going in the same direction of me and slows down and starts shouting at me to take my mask off. This shit is over, and I ignore the guy. He continues to shout at me and follow me going really slow and then says, keep walking home, girly. I'll come take more than that mask off for you if you don't take that shit off right now. So I turned around and walked back to the gym and stayed there for another 10 minutes or so so i guess warning to all women walking around in the city they are threatening sexual assault i'm tired and rattled edit since everyone is commenting that i can call the police just an FYI, i called an all emergency line and they said we are aware there are threats being made to those not wearing masks our recommendation is to not wear them outside until the demonstrators can be removed from the core holy fuck that is really scary one woman said eventually they're going to shut down the power to try and divide us. Dear reader, I don't know if she thinks this would work. David Rockefeller Jr. is in a bunker in Pennsylvania. I can't believe this is a real conversation I'm listening to. If any wonderful trolls are following along, we need to hammer these guys about the fact that their trucks are uninsured while they are in an active occupation. I shared a thread explaining this. Here's the thread. Someone should also tell the GTA convoy to Ottawa to channel how close Queen Park is to the sick kids' hospital. Honking all day and night, keeping ill children awake all night isn't the best idea. One dude thinks that cashiers are happy to see him when they're not wearing a mask. Darling, as someone who worked in retail, I guarantee this isn't true. Somebody just brought up the GoFundMe. Ugh, you guys, they're so damn repetitive, spouting all the same crap about the rat uh, liquors that they've been saying for two years. It's boring. Quote, the only way to protect yourself from a virus is to wear a hazmat suit. My dears, I don't think this lady passed sixth grade science. This one dude was outside shoveling for an hour and couldn't get the Ram Ranch out of his head. He's rattled. <laughs> Immediately after that, someone played Ram Ranch. <laughs> Troll, I'm here for the Freedom uh, Fighters roleplay. Uh, Mod, I don't trust that guy. Sheila is a genius. <laughs> Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Uh, they're saying domestic enemies. Ram Ranch is a disgusting song. Yeah, but it's fucking hilarious. Who had Soy Boy on their bingo card? These guys are really afraid of, bean, of a bean. That's probably because they've never been able to find one, but I'm... Tch. This morning prayer was interrupted by Ram Ranch. You love to see it. <laughs> well, it's not my style. You cannot deny the efficiency of these trolls who just fire off the word fuck in rapid succession. <laughs> I'm against body shaming in any forum, but I saw a girlie in Ottawa on TikTok who had a sign that said honk if you have a tiny penis. I will make a concession for that. This is the thing of beauty. You can't arrest the freedom bingo. So hungry. Poop cleanup. Deep state. Pat White. Ram Ranch. GoFundMe trolls. Uh, more class from the peaceful honkies. Uh, to well, my wife was arrested tonight in uh, Stiltsville of all places. They started making fun of her for wearing her mask at the uh, gas station. Then she ignored them for what they went straight to. What don't you speak English, you immigrant? We'll be calling the hotline this morning. I'll swing by the gas station to see if they can get plate numbers. I have a dash cam footage of the vehicles, but no amount of en enhancing could get the plates. It was a cube truck or a pickup truck, and they seem to be filling jerry cans. They blocked someone for talking about being vegan. Uh, they think that there's only one troll who's doing all of this. I don't think that any of these people have been living in reality for a long time. They're talking about counter-protests. Be safe out there. They don't realize that the trolling is a counter-protest. I like the song that is a melody of Fray Elise, but with the lyrics, suck a dick. Just so you know, Ottawa is very safe right now, except for the jerry cans being pulled on trolleys and women being harassed. We have someone crying. I've yet to hear anyone say they've been traumatized by the honks. Well, that lady definitely didn't speak for the other people. There's a lot of chatter about vaccines. This may shock you, but I don't think they know what vaccines are. They're talking about the GoFundMe being shut down. One lady says they can still get the money through e-transfers. Well, she doesn't say that she realizes American banks do not have e-transfers, so the foreign backing isn't an option anymore. Oh, what is this? This is someone who is basically live-tweeting uh, the trolling that is taking place in the truckers' uh, telegram and uh, radio channels. 
God is on our side. God wins. Amen. Some thoughts on that. Jesus wasn't white. Are the police working with some of the protesters? Yes, and it's appalling. Ottawa police have some explaining to do. Also, apparently one of their head of security is uh, an ex-RCMP officer. They're talking again about the Tucker Carlson being on their side. Remember, Tucker Carlson is the dude who threw an air, in-air tantrum that the cartoon candy doesn't have enough to give him a boner anymore. I don't know about you guys. I wouldn't want him on my side. Someone mentioned Soros. Check your bingo cards. They're trying to make us look bad. Oh, honey, you're doing that all on your own. They're thinking of letting someone something out of this that is correct, Les. We're getting a lot of laughs. Uh, quote, we get paid the same amount that people get uh, from the GoFundMe. Bad singing, more bad singing. I can't stand these mandates. Can you believe they made me wear a mask at the Ram Ranch? Uh, some of them are light on trolls. They're now singing the wrong lyrics to Canada. Before this week, I never would have realized that listening to the stupidity could give me a headache. You guys, the convoy has the power over this world right now. Impressive. I just heard the word, freed- the word freedom approximately 800 times in the last 30 seconds. When it's all said and done, you haters are going to get something else to live. That was a weird thing for anyone to say. They're arguing about the number of protesters again because they don't know how to count. They're trying to say there are 3 million people in Ottawa on Saturday. For comparison, the Raptors parade in 2019 was attended by 1 million people and was an entirely a 5-kilometer parade, a route that was completely packed. Confusion over the differences between rights and privilege. Someone is lamenting that the trolls are taking away the fun from the page. One of the mods wants to make the Ram Ranch meme. Uh, We're way ahead of you. (laughs) Part of our history. Uh, someone talked about delivering a package to the Prime Minister more singing one lady's complaining about being censored because of her opinion another nudes the mods are blocking anyone who says anything negative about the occupation makes sense it'd be a shame if we mess with their hashtags uh, and this just goes on and gone one guy thinks it's embarrassing that the trolls who they all think are 12 years old have infiltrated there are ham radio channels but no one is talking in them hey guys stop using this one there's too many trolls let's all go to ham radio Uh, one of them is suggesting trolling the trolls. I really hope this happens. That would be hilarious to watch them try. Trolling the trolls in your own (laughs) communications channel. One of them thinks that the trolls can't get partners, which can't be true, because speaking for myself, the trolls can get it. Um, Why didn't the trolls stop the trucks from getting into Ottawa? Well, gee, maybe because they're trucks, and trucks and trolls are very small humans. They're now saying Q slogans. Uh, Trudeau isn't Gitmo. Sounds fake. Uh, they are sure that Tamara is going to fix the GoFundMe issue. They are so shiny and full of hope. Weighing in on Trudeau's sexuality. Uh, they say people are hitchhiking to uh, to Ottawa. Uh, we've got tough guys wanting to take things outside. More prayers, more singing. Talking about how the revolution will have merch. Talking about how their dreams and they wish them to come true. They are now obsessed with Trudeau's half-brother. They're complaining that the medical procedures are being delayed, but no acknowledgement about the reason for that. They said there will be carnage if the police try to do anything to end the occupation. Now they're lying that 2.3 million people are there. Can Congress remove Trudeau? They're now making fun of Jugmeet's name. Uh, one of their Facebook accounts just got suspended. Uh, Brittany, who's now ta- talking about how much fun she had on Saturday. I guess she forgot that she was lost most of the day, got hypothermia, ran out of money, and didn't have a place to stay. Her day sounded awful. One guy really wants to go on vacation. Um... Man, it just goes on and on and on. Oh, they said Neil Young is dead to them now. They're going to write their own songs. More Ram Ranch. Well, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's I'd say uh, the the summary of of today's event. In late 2019, the National Capital Commission uh, bulldozed a tent encampment of an unused lot in Ottawa with 30 minutes of notice. The majority of people living in the tents had recently been victims of an apartment fire. The property developer who built the apartment is friends with the Ottawa mayor, Jim Watson. Uh, 
What a surprise. But they can't do anything about this one. Yeah, that, 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 that was all yesterday. Uh, and a combination of yesterday and today. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to say uh, goodbye to the Queen of the Kingdom of Canada. Thank you for your service. And, oh, wait, we have one more commentary on this. Absolutely insane in the wrong direction. Working class revolt, uh, you know, streams along with, uh, along with uh, David Fox from Canada. And he decided to join us tonight. He reached out to me and said that he has a lot that he wants to say about the Canadian truck drivers and their protest against the vaccine mandates. Quite a controversial topic, um, but I'm really happy to have Dust James on here to talk about it. So... Uh, I'll just I'll just bring dust on truck drivers, an important portion of the economy. They're an important key workforce and they have been seeing worsening conditions. We have been seeing our rights took away. We've been seeing less buying power, everyone with inflation. So people are angry and upset and tired of the way things have changed. And the you know, the kind of almost jingoist right wing kind of message we want freedom, just general um, sense of freedom. It's called the freedom convoy is really getting to people, you know. And it's getting them mobilized around this issue. Now they're trying to suck them in and bring them towards their cause. But what are we supposed to do as, as leftists and socialists? Are we supposed to just write them all off and call them all communists? Or call, where are we are communists? Most of them are actually anti-communists, given the, uh, the McCarthyists. I mean, if you've ever been to a labor rally in the United States, um, you'll see anti-communism. But are we supposed to just write them off and call them all fascists? Or are we supposed to go to them and raise the property question? raise why it why are so i read an article by the star would that was really good and i think it's one that you should focus on if you want to approach this from a leftist perspective not to think that like hey whoa uh maybe these truckers uh they have something when they're talking about this freedom the for the freedom for workers right is, is that what they mean i mean just trying to adopt it into whatever you want the actual like uh, issues that that uh that uh, should be addressed for uh truckers in canada are not being addressed by this freedom convoy i'm talking about contract workers who don't get benefits that they need i'm talking about people who are being underpaid and people about truckers who are working overtime hours who are driving extensively long uh, amounts of time sometimes under dangerous conditions because they get paid by the kilometer stuff like that none of that has been ish, uh, addressed by this 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 is 100 a small minority of truckers of whom the canadian trucker alliance which was anti-mandate by the way the canadian trucker alliance is uh came out against mandates for truckers has said that they do not approve of this uh they are not associating themselves with this again it's it's 10 percent of truckers who are unvaccinated uh and and, and everyone else who's kind of attached themselves to this entire thing. Holy shit, the convoy GoFundMe has died? Oh, wow. GoFundMe supports the peaceful protests, and we believe that the intention of the Freedom Convoy fundraiser when it was first created. We now have evidence from law enforcement that previously peaceful demonstrators have become an occupation with police reports of violence and other unlawful activity. To ensure GoFundMe remains a trusted platform, we work with local authorities to ensure that we have a detailed factual understanding of the events taking place on the ground. Following a review of the relevant facts and multiple discussions with local law enforcement and city officials, this fundraiser is now in violation of our terms of service and has been removed from the platform. Organizers provided a clear distribution plan for the initial $1 million uh-oh, that was released earlier this week and has confirmed the funds would only be used for participants who travel to Ottawa to participate in the peaceful protest. And are they going to be showing anyone receipts for that? Given how the situation has evolved, no further funds will be distributed to the Freedom Convoy organizers. We will work with organizations to send all remaining funds to credible and established charities verified by GoFundMe. All donors may submit a request for a full refund by February 19th. That's it. 2022 by using this dedicated refund form. 
Man, so when we were doing an investigation into the GoFundMe, they were getting a whole bunch of donations uh, that were very large sums. Uh, some of them to the tune of like, uh, one was $10,000, one was $15,000, and a lot of them were anonymous. Or they were names that were clearly parodies. Like some of them were like uh, Justin Trudeau's, uh, Fidel's um, son, and things like that, right? Uh, and a lot of the GoFundMe donations were like $700. It wasn't like a grassroots campaign where like every single person donated what they could, just $1 here, $2 here uh it seemed and yes there was uh outside funding coming in uh from a variety of sources and that was mentioned by both gofundme and other articles in canada not fucking russia okay and yes there could have been people in russia who who added to it who want to see this go further but this wasn't like the russians are now trying to collude no this is like this could be multiple people we have no idea because they're they're anonymous multiple people from around the world who want to see uh things like this flourish uh and want to contribute towards that and hopefully hope that this is going to take off around the world which you know i mean it's already taken off in finland i'll play a little bit of uh some clips that political puppy uh sent me of the trucker convoy that's currently taking place in helsinki franchising hi Finland how's, how's it going Finland we, we gotta we gotta finish trucker convoy too now and soon it's gonna arrive to a country near you just you wait started in Canada but it's it's gonna happen everywhere yeah Quick check how much money was withdrawn before the shutdown. Indiegogo gets a percentage from the sum that has been withdrawn. Uh, $1 million, apparently, is the only amount that they've released. Uh, that's that's their official statement. Oh, it almost looks wholesome. <laughs> a bit quiet, I apologize. I, I didn't know you spoke Finnish. <laughs> I mean, I'll turn it up. Because I, I have absolutely no idea what they're saying. <laughs> I'm fighting against being our key defense um, against COVID. I mean, it's understandable that people are, are hesitant and don't trust these monopoly capitalist imperialist institutions. Um and uh, there was there was so here's like I, I'm not gonna play the, uh, the 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 whole conversation between two of them, but like here is honestly, if you wanted to come at this from a leftist perspective, uh, when it comes to vaccinations, vaccine mandates, all that kind of stuff, there is absolutely an argument to be made that there are certain groups that would be hesitant to take vaccination because of the prior actions of their government. Uh, I'm talking about Indigenous Canadians who have been experimented on by the government of Canada in the past. I'm talking about Black Americans who have been experimented uh, on in the past. So yes, I understand why those groups would be hesitant uh, to take a max vaccination program. And you have to do outreach programs that include uh, not only trying to educate people in those demographics, but also, uh, you know, 
make make exceptions for people as well who are unable to be vaccinated for a variety of reasons. There's people who are uh, unable to take the vaccine uh, because they may uh, be immunocompromised, for example. And it's it's you know there's a lot of a lot of things in that realm which I'd be uh, open to having a conversation with. But when it comes to the safety of workers, if you have a bunch of workers inside, say an Amazon fulfillment center, and you have people coming in there who could potentially because they refuse to get vaccinated uh, and they also refuse uh, to participate in any kind of safety measures wearing masks social distancing uh, they're completely comfortable uh, with a whole bunch of things like schools just reopening rapidly and all these kind of things then you can also put those other workers at risk like worker safety doesn't start and stop at one single individual's desire to not get vaccinated right worker safety will involve the workers of that plant so so yes the this is also coming at it from a worker's perspective and again when it comes to the truckers 90% of the truckers in this country have been vaccinated or do comply with the regulations imposed by the U.S. government. And again, this is something that people keep forgetting. These are regulations that are also imposed by the U.S. government, of which Canadians have absolutely no control over. There's nothing Justin Trudeau can do outside of a phone call to Joe Biden being like, Joe, my man, my baby, we would now like to ask on the behalf of truckers if you could please remove your vaccine mandates in your country. Outside of that, there's nothing he can do. And like, you know, and now if Joe was like, uh, no, man, well, then that's the end of it. That, that That's where that conversation ends. And and if it's also something that features uh, the overwhelming scientific, like the consensus of the scientific community, then people who are in direct opposition to that are people who are not willing to truly, I guess, do enough of their own investigations, checking out the facts and figures in this to find out what exactly is going to be in the interest of fellow workers when people are, uh, you know, uh, putting themselves in situations of danger. Hi. Oh, the convoy lawyer made a statement regarding the GoFundMe. Oh, he looks pissed. Friday, February 4th. And I'm speaking to you from the hotel at the center of the Truckers Freedom Convoy in downtown Ottawa. Over the past year, the federal government in Canada, under Prime Minister Trudeau, has taken away Canadians' charter rights, constitutional rights to travel freely, has taken away truckers' rights to travel, their mobility rights, their ability to make a living under the Constitution for those who have chosen to be unvaccinated. This afternoon, the chief of the city police for for Ottawa made announcements that are disturbing and should trouble Canadians and those around the world who support this trucker protest for freedom. The police chief essentially announced an assault on the protesters. He announced that very specific measures that we normally only see instituted by oppressive regimes around the world would be initiated. He effectively announced that he is going to be taking away Canadians' charter right of peaceful assembly and freedom of expression. We are being censored. Please get this out to the world. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's official. So you've just been listening to an episode of The Surf Times. And if you enjoy it and want to see The Surf Times, you can go to wearesurfs.com or watch the live shows at thesurfs.tv.
And also everywhere social media is sold. Basically, thesurfs.tv, you'll find us there. Twitter.com slash thesurfstv, for example. It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently it does help. And yeah, we hope to see you soon. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we beseech thee to smite down our enemies. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your humble court jesters here to amuse you. To our lords, Trevor R., we give thanks for this spit of land for us to eke out this meager existence. To our knights, Merid, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Ellie Leslie, Alex P., Brandon, Words Greenwood, Nate, that one guy, Hagbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Coulter Smith, Val 9000, Jenna Tall, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Yanis, Lemmy101, Anthropophojack, CERN42, Catherine, Radical Maniac, Ramona Costa, Nkosin, Violent Orchard, Sophie Baby, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Josh Mickelson, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We raise our flag in a veil, and we salute you, our friends.